Music Ring on mini episode. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? I am rip roaring to go. Rip roaring to go. Rip roaring to go. I'm rip roaring to correct your ass. You mentioned I, this, and I'm rarely wrong. I always, you're wrong all the time. <laughs> But you just never take responsibility no. for your errors and tell the people that you were wrong. Why would I? I always tell the people when I'm wrong, but this time you were wrong. Because even when you were saying it on the last episode, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm right that there's more than three Pointer Sisters. Oh, are there more than three Pointer there Sisters? There are six Pointer Sisters. Six that, like, were together? No. Okay. There are six. Depending on how you look at it, there's four. Okay. Because there are four who are sisters. Yeah. Uh, here's how it goes. Anita, Bonnie, and June mm-hmm. are dead. Okay. Ruth, who's the oldest, is still alive. Mm-hmm. Those are the four Pointer Sisters. Yeah. The Pointer Sisters still exist. They are a trio. Oh. The other two... Are Issa Edwards, who's Ruth's daughter with Dennis Edwards. Oh, no shit! And Sadaka Johnson, who's Ruth's granddaughter. Wow. And they still but I don't born. think, I don't think Issa's uh, daughter. So okay. it's not a grandmother, mother, daughter yeah. team. I think it's her granddaughter from another child. Yeah. But that's the current pointer. If they're sisters. doing like just nothing but pointer sister hits, I would see them. Yeah, so, and, and Issa and Sadaka go by, they use Pointer as their last name professionally. As well they should. Because so, they're the Pointer yeah. sisters. So it is still completely a family band. Yes. Two of the current three are not technically sisters. But I was still right when I said, aren't, aren't there more than three Pointers? Or they, they were in different combinations? I thought you meant, are there more than three Pointer sisters in the group? There are. Well, no. All not, four of those. No. Meaning, when they were performing, were they performing? Were there ever four? Yes, I don't think so. I think there were just three. I didn't look it up to confirm Mm -hmm. that much. But because I I believe the the question is I posed to you that was asking if there were different iterations of them as a trio. And there wasn't at that in the 80s. Yeah, well, I didn't do enough research to find (laughs) out who, which of the sisters were members and when... I demand retribution apology. This is not a correction. This is me still right. I don't count it as right <laughs> because you weren't correct about what I was thinking. <laughs> exactly. This is why we're not married. This is why. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. No, it's because of the age difference. Oh, yeah, that's kind of too old for you. <laughs> Way too old for you. Uh, okay, no, I, I that's good knowledge because I was like, oh, if they're like at a state fair, mm-hmm. oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I figured when I mentioned the four, you'd remember whichever sister you forgot, but that the information about the two younger generations, no, that's because cool. they're both younger than me. Wow. Um, that uh, that that you would be interested in that. Yeah, I mean, they still got a fan base. So. And I didn't realize that Dennis Edwards was married to uh, Ruth Pointer. No idea. Actually, I'm not sure that they were married. Just, just a little loving. I'm not sure if I confirmed that they were married. They may have just had a child together, but they Which were partners okay. at one point. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to also... This is not a correction. Okay, this is thanks. just for me. I wanted to read a paragraph of an album review Ooh. from a certain band. Well, I know the band. Yeah. Okay, good. The punk and underground music Calvin Johnson discovered as a teenager was driven by independence, egalitarianism, and an urge to destroy life's rulebook. 
beat happening stripped away these philosophies until only the most elemental parts remained. They used yogurt containers for a drum kit, a thrift store guitar with no amp, and rebuffed the bass entirely. At live shows, they frequently switched instruments, if they had them at all. Our attitude was, if people don't let us borrow drums, then we can go grab a garbage can or a cardboard box, and that will do, Lunsford said. Uh, Beat Happening, with their instrumental amateurism, unintimidating appearance, and unabashedly sentimental lyrics, were provocative by simply existing. Beat Happening was music at its purest. This is a passive-aggressive correction. This is not a correction. I'm just I'm just uh, talking more about a band that I like. And honestly, yeah, it took me halfway through to go. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, I couldn't even remember. I was like, "Who's the beat happening?" I was like, "I have no idea." Oh yeah, Black Candy. And then I was like, "Yeah, the Lazy the, Band, the, <laughs> the band that you think wasn't trying." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just like you thought that I was wrong about the Pointer Sisters. They were trying. To strip music down to its essence. Is That's what real doing. convenient. How is it convenient? They're a legendary, highly influential band. Who influenced that? Who did they, uh, who did they influence? The Riot Girl scene. The, the oh, okay. Seattle sound. Okay. Kind right. of. All Basically, those, in, all those lazy people in, in Seattle. Indie, any indie pop of the last 35 years. <laughs> all right. Well, good for them for not trying and being successful. Ish. They, <laughs> as I said, in in the Taoist way, there they were the not trying is the trying. By giving you nothing, they give you everything. <laughs> By giving me nothing, they give me nothing. That <laughs> is Tao. Well, just because it didn't do anything for you, <laughs> yeah, didn't mean they gave you nothing. Okay, they gave you everything. You rejected it. I rejected it, and just how you called, and I can't remember who it was, yeah. the kind of limp dick energy, that's what they were doing. <laughs> it was Genesis. Beat, yeah. The soft penis music. Beat, soft penis music. Yeah. Beat happening, Genesis the mm-hmm. same. Well, we don't always have the same taste, you and no. I. No. But I just wanted to read No, that, that was interesting. Uh, appreciate, I appreciate it. Beat happening. Mm-hmm. Like the name. You're not going to like it when I tell you the origins of it. Because it was taken from a short film that one of their sisters made called Beatnik Happening. Like that kind of oh, happening. Oh, okay. It's a happening, man. That's not it's a, a beat happening. It's a beat happening. Yeah. So basically, they couldn't even come up with their own name. They stole it from a sister. Right, because okay. no one's ever come up with a name that's inspired by something they else. They could have tried. It's a beat, a beat happening, like the beat poets. That okay. kind of beat. I don't hate it. That makes me like the name less. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I'm like, ah, it's okay. Because I was, I, you know, I thought it was, before I knew that, I thought it was like the drums or a rhythm. That's a initial. The beat happening. Too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but no, it's like a beat poet thing. Well. Which is a little more pretentious. It is more. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Question mark. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm happy to share Beat Happening with anyone who hasn't experienced them. I'm happy to share something with you. What's that? I got a wreck. Kirk's Rex. Kirk's Rex. What's up? Uh, people should go onto a streamer that mm-hmm. is well known and go see the documentary Ladies First, The Women of Hip Hop. Oh, okay. It's like a... The entire history of hip hop or like the pioneers or... It goes through from beginning to like now. Okay. And it goes back and forth where they'd be like, 
this is what's happening in the 80s where female MCs were treated like shit. Mm-hmm. Here's how it is today. They're still treated like shit, but they're still paving the way. Yeah. It's really good. Produced by MC Light. Um, the two things that, uh, the two big takeaways. One, everyone loves MC Light. Yeah. Everyone loves MC Light. Yeah. Which is so great to good hear. Good to hear. Yes. Yeah. Um, and... I didn't know... I'm sure since she produced it, she, she didn't influence it. the angle on yes. her at all. At all. Yeah. <laughs> but in general, they said it, you kind of go, yeah, yeah, I can see it. Um, but this I did not know, because of course there's, a, you know, a lot of talk of Queen Latifah and Ladies First is based on her song. Mm-hmm. So it's an homage to her. And people were... Just, there was this whole discussion about how like, Oh, Queen Latifah now, you know, she's like a businesswoman, has this and that, and she's she's more than just hip hop. And she goes, Yeah, you know, um, I think what really helped me out was the confidence I had that I owned my own material. Mm-hmm. And I went, What? And then they explained she ran Flavor Unit. Was that like a Flavor subsidiary Unit, label? Or Flavor something? Unit was a management company that managed herself mm-hmm. and that managed like Naughty by Nature. And put out the records. Mm-hmm. So, like, Flavor Unit was her and another guy. Oh. So, when Flavor Unit came out, and there's Flavor Unit Records, and it was Naughty by Nature and a couple other people, mm-hmm. it wasn't that she was on that label. She ran that label. Oh. And I did not know that. At so, all. she was always a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, right from the jump, she owned all her own shit and was getting paid from the beginning. Yeah. And I was like, I had no idea. So, that was really interesting. Yeah. Oh, and everyone uh, loves. I didn't know. I didn't realize that she was a sellout and a suit. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and that like she's not the beat happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because <laughs> she's smart and makes money. Right. Um. That and everyone loved the style of uh, Lil Kim. Oh, Lil Kim. I mean, yeah. Lil Kim's my favorite. Everyone was. Everyone was just like Lil Kim. Lil Kim. Oh man, Lil Kim. And then, like, they talked about her stylist, mm-hmm. the one who did the, like, the, the breast hanging out uh, yeah. design. Oh, at the, at the, yeah, when Diana Ross touched a tit yeah, at the, the, the unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they showed it, like, weeks and months later, there were her dresses for sale. Yeah. And that designer's like, I wish that could have copywritten a dress because I would have made so much money. <laughs> she's like, I didn't make anything off of it. Yeah. Um, but it's a really solid documentary. It's really well done. Who's the f- who's like the first female MC at least that they talked uh, about uh, from Funky Four Plus One More, uh, Shy Rock. Oh, I don't, uh, I don't, I'm not familiar. Yeah. yeah, and then it goes right there, and then it goes into Roxanne Chant- Chante, who <clears throat> did the real Roxanne, and then Ice Spice, and then you're done. And then I says, yeah. they talk, the they talked of Ice Spice. Ice Spice wasn't in it, but they did mention her. It was must yeah. be a new doc then. It is. Yeah. It's from this year. Like yeah. it just happened. So yeah. A lot of good stuff. Highly recommend. Also, Calvin Johnson from Beat Happening started and still runs K Records. So I was being tongue in cheek when I was pretending that that's a sellout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got a Beamer somewhere. Well, no, he doesn't. Yeah. No. If he does, I hope there's a picture. He's got of like him. a nice backpack. <laughs> he's got a real fancy <laughs> backpack. Yeah, and that's and that him's, and even then he's like, should I have bought this? Yeah, yeah. He he loses sleep over it. Yeah, he does. Uh, but with all that rigmarole out of the way, rock and roll. Let's yes, the rock and roll rigmarole. Oh, well said, the ro- Paul. The rock, and, rock and roll rigmarole. Uh, let's get to the main event uh, of the mini episode: the music trip quiz. Now it's straight, baby. Just getting brutal now. I'm going for, I believe, seven. 
No, I I, may, I did the math wrong last time. Because I have three candies. But that's five wins. Because the first candy is the third win. Yes. So I'm going for my sixth, sixth win, win Still and my bad. fourth candy. Yes. We've had a couple pushes in there. Yeah. So it's taken more games than that. But I'm still on the street. The record still stands. Which means I ask you first. Yes. So choose your card. All right. Okay. Ah, the candies are just staring at me. Yeah, here they are. Right on the table. First question. Cover notes. Who helped Barry Mann write the deeply moving Sometimes When We Touch? I know that song. Who helped Barry... That's man with two N's, if that helps. Who helped Barry Mann write the deeply moving... Sometimes when we... And I have to close my eyes. Palenka? Dan Hill. Oh, fuck. I should have known that. Really? Who the fuck is Dan Hill? Yeah, that... There's like a, he was with like limp dick soft piece. Yes, yeah, I know uh, what song yeah, this is. Yeah. yeah, he was like in that world. Uh, I thought I was going to say that name, and you were going to go. I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't have gotten there, but I know who Dan Hill yeah. is. Uh, okay, your mother should know. This is pre fifties music. What plump singer was known on thirties radio as the songbird of the South? Mom's Mabley? Nope. Uh, Fatty Boombalatti. No. Kate Smith. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, going to be bad. Uh, 1950s. What crooner dished out hot diggity, parentheses, dog ziggity boom? What Dean cr- Martin. Perry Como. Ah, fuck. Perry Como saying hot diggity Shit, dog ziggity this is a boom. rough one. Yeah, I'm looking at the answers to the next three. I don't think it's going to get much better, but <laughs> yeah. uh, there's some there's some ones you can guess. 1960s. What British psychedelic group inaugurated free summer concerts in Hyde Park in 1968? Strawberry Alarm Clock. Pink Floyd. Oh, we got that. Neither would I actually. I don't know. Uh, after the Beatles, this is the 70s and early 80s. What was Deborah Harry before she became a blonde? Brunette? Correct. <laughs> it's like that or redhead. Yeah, right? I was like, yeah. what's left? Yeah. So you got one. All right. And you still have one more question left on this card, and then we have the 90s question. All right. Anything goes is the category. <laughs> okay. What's the time signature for chopsticks? <laughs> There's no multiple? Nothing? Uh, four, four. Three, four. Oh, I would never know. Apparently, it's a waltz. Oh, okay. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Okay. All right, can I get two? You might get two. This is brutal. If you get this question correct. Mel B. teamed up with Missy Elliott to record which single? I know it. Vaguely. I don't. Uh, I know. Let me rephrase. Mm -hmm. I know this happened. I don't know the song, so I'm going to say uh, Fatty Boombalad. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Done. No, if I give you the multiple choice, do you think you'll get it? Yes. Okay. A, I want you back. 
B, here we come. C, feel so good. Or D, what about us? What is A and B? A is I want you back. And B is here we come. B. It's A. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't know. I want you back. I didn't know that. Yep. Good barf. You got one. All right. This is this is where I get zero. Oh, right? let's. What what success taste like? I wouldn't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was brutal. That's the one. That's the one. Way up I... front. Way up front. All right, one to tie, two to win. Yes. Oh fuck me. Cover notes. What Bruce Springsteen LP cover sports his jean-clad derriere in front of Old Glory? Born in the USA. God, a dog shit. Ty Gay. Whoa. Mom, who replaced Frank Sinatra in Tommy Dorsey's band? Dean Martin? Dick Himes. Never heard of him. Same. 50s. What spaced out song did Billy Lee Riley and the Little Green Men bring, bring to the world? What spaced out song did Billy Lee Riley and the Little Green Men bring to the world? This is the 50s? Yep. Uh, beep boop parentheses she's my little <laughs> alien girl flying saucers rock and roll okay what a dumb name you're an better. <laughs> 60s what folk queen's second album is volume 2 Joan Baez yeah did you know that no but what name a folk queen from the 60s yeah, that's a good point. You yeah. get them candies. I get them candies. Now, it's an expo mission. After Beatles, what did ever-trendy songstress Donna Summer become in 79? A mother? A born-again Christian. Oh, okay. Anything goes. What's the most strings a loot sports? 6, 16, or 26? 26. Correct. So that's 3? Yes. Yep. Wow. Fuck me. All right. 90s for fun. Mm, these are good. Here you go. You get a blue one. I get a bluey. I'll take the bluey at this point. They're yummy. All right. Okay. 1990s. Maybe, this is a maybe. This is a 50-50 ball. Okay. Which Irish group released the album... Talk on Corners in 1998. Talk on Corners. I believe it's not the Cranberries. So I'm trying to think of another Irish group from that time. Talk on Corners. Shane McGowan and the Popes. I'm going to give you the... No. Okay. Uh, here are your choices. The Coors, the Cranberries, the Pogues, Bewitched. Well, you know, Shane McGowan and the Popes is the follow-up to the Pogues. I believe they weren't a going concern anymore in 1998, so they're out. Yep. The Cranberries released To the Faithful Departed in 96, and they released an album in 2000. I don't believe there was one between them, and I've never heard of this album title. What were the other two options, please? The Coors and Bewitched. I've never heard of either of those two. It probably is the Cranberries. I'm going to say it's the Cranberries. It's the Coors. The Coors? Yeah, I've heard of the Coors. I've never okay. heard of them, yeah. But you know yeah. what? It doesn't matter, does it? 
No, that was an expo mission. Yeah, it all bunch of bullshit. <laughs> candy dance, the candy yep. dance. Paul's doing the candy dance. This is the dance I do when I won my fourth candy. <laughs> I've never seen a fourth candy dance. I think that's the most candy I've ever won. If I win again, I think it's a record. I think if you win again, you should be like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm burned out. I'm burned out of candy. And just give you the candy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you eat candy that you didn't earn? Fuck yeah, Will. <laughs> it's candy, motherfucker. Well, that's the end of the mini episode. Bye. Bye.